So our subject matter of discussion in this chapter has been attaining the supreme. So Krishna explained who is that supreme. Some people call supreme Brahma. Some people call Paramatma. Some people call him Bhagwan. And Srila Vedavyasa has described in Bhagavatam that all these are non-different. Vadanti tattvam madvayam brahmeti paramatmeti bhagavan iti shabdyate. So it is very important to understand truths. That is called tattva in Sanskrit. So that truth, those people who have been able to see the truth, understand, realize the truth, are able to understand, are able to express this truth in three words. And that is Brahm, Paramatma and Bhagwan. So what is Brahm? Brahm means energy. Just like the sun has got its energy in the form of sunlight. So we cannot say that sun is different from sunlight because they cannot exist independently. Sunlight is there without sun or sun is ex existing without sunlight. Fire is existing without its light, not possible. In a similar fashion, God is existing always with his energy. So they are one in one sense, but still there's a difference between sun and sunlight. So Krishna tells Maya Tatam Idam Sarvam Jagadavyakta Murtina. I am spirit everywhere in the entire creation, material world. But how I am present? Not personally. Avyakta Murtina. Avyakt means unmanifest. So I am all pervading in the form of this energy, which is called Brahm. So then some people think that, oh, God is not a person because how a person can be there everywhere. So that is a fact that God is present in his own abode, but he is present everywhere, all pervading in this material world by his impersonal energy, which is called Brahma. And then when a yogi advances further, he is able to understand Krishna is also all pervading in another aspect. Krishna is not just present in the form of his impersonal energy, but Krishna has entered expansion of Krishna, Shiradakshai Vishnu. He has entered every small particle within the atom, within the heart of all the living entities. In this way also, he is all pervading. So then a yogi understands Krishna is present in my heart also. And uh, But then he understands the original Supreme Personality of Godhead. He is present in a place. And he never leaves that place. And that place is called Vrindavan. So that same Vrindavan, which is there in the spiritual world, it is reflected in this material world also. In material world, it is called Bhom Vrindavan. Just like Krishna can expand himself into so many forms. Now, this is important to understand. Although Krishna is there in Vrindavan, Krishna never leaves Vrindavan. But Vrindavan can expand anywhere, just like Krishna can expand himself into so many forms. When Krishna... Uh, was dancing with the gopis in the rasa dance. So Krishna expanded into many, many forms. And there was a circle in which they were dancing. And uh, there was a gopi and then Krishna, then another gopi, then another Krishna in between. And all the gopis were feeling that Krishna is just present with me. He's dancing specifically with me. I'm so specially favored. So all the gopis were thinking like this, but actually Krishna had expanded himself into so many different forms. In a similar fashion, Aradhyu Bhagavan Rajesh Tanaya Tad Dhama Vrindavanam. 
Krishna is worshipable, so is Krishna's land where he lives. So just like when the government officials come, they live in a special place, circuit house or somewhere. In a similar fashion, when Krishna comes, he descends in a specific place which is called Bhom Vrindavan. The same Vrindavan of the spiritual world, Sanatan Dham, when it is manifest in the material world, just like Krishna is manifest in the form of deities, they are non different from Krishna. In a similar fashion, the same Krishna's abode, Vrindavan, is manifest here in the form of Bhom Vrindavan. And it is completely non different. It is replica of Golok Vrindavan. But it is difficult to appreciate with the mundane vision, just like it is difficult, difficult to appreciate Krishna with mundane vision. Sometimes Krishna may exhibit his multipotencies. He exhibited little bit to Yashodamai here and there and uh, to some other his favored devotees. Whereas other people, they were able to see him just like an ordinary man. We see deity just like an ordinary stone. So thus it is very, very difficult to understand Krishna. So because Krishna is the creator of reality, Krishna is the creator of illusion, Krishna is giving us the perceptions, how we perceive reality or illusion. So everything is under complete control of Krishna. So in order to understand the science, the truth, the yogis take to various kinds of process and they are classified as Jnana Yoga, Karma Yoga, Dhyan Yoga and Bhakti Yoga. And as we have seen here that all these are stepping stones, all the various yoga processes are stepping stones and ultimately they are supposed to lead us to the platform of Bhakti Yoga. So in this shloka, those who are new devotees, they can kindly revisit in the Podbean uh, or any other podcasting platform or Bhagavad Gita series on Telegram we have shared. So you can hear or you can read Bhagavad Gita 8th chapter, how Krishna is referring everywhere. Bhaktya labhyastu ananyaya. I am attainable only by the person who is engaged in unalloyed devotional service. So just like we go through various stages in the school, similarly, a person goes through various stages of yoga so that he can come to bhakti yoga and bhakta labhyastu ananyaya. Pasyaham sulabha partha nitya yukta se yoginaha. For him, I am very, very easily attainable. He can very easily understand truth in all the three forms, Brahma, Paramatma and Bhagwan. But sometimes people misunderstand bhakti yoga. They think bhakti yoga means uh, you have to like somebody was some very famous guru and uh, he is criticizing oh you are chanting Hare Krishna Hare Krishna nothing will happen why Hare Krishna you have to shed tears for Krishna that is called bhakti so some people think oh uh, shedding tears for Krishna and some people express also that Prabhu when I go in front of Krishna my tears come out of my eyes and when these devotees, some of them, when they watch uh, a Hollywood movie or Bollywood movie, then also the tear comes out <laughs> when the actor or actress is dying or you know any such scenes. So then those tears are not real tears. If any person learns to cry before Krishna, then nothing in the material world can make that person cry. He's in ecstasy. He's completely undisturbed. So the tears can be out of sentiment. Tears can be because of some disease of the eye 
or tears can be because of spiritual realization so it is not the tear which is important it is the consciousness which is important sometimes very advanced devotees also bhakti sadan maharaj mentions they may not exhibit such symptoms because devotee does not want to prove that i am very very advanced he tries to hide the symptoms chaitanya mahaprabhu also chaitanya mahaprabhu is showing the greatest symptoms of ecstasy but chaitanya mahaprabhu when he would see oh many many people have gathered around me they have assembled he would control his emotions so devotee does not like to exhibit but sometimes of course emotions are so overwhelming that how long you can control if you are having immense love for krishna it manifests somewhere so sometimes devotees are not able to hide but otherwise devotees don't try to display such symptoms so that is why then it is mentioned how we can understand who is advanced in spiritual life so there are other things it begins with avyartha kalatvam a devotee who is actually advanced who is on the bhava platform who is feeling emotions for krishna he sees that every moment of my life should be engaged in the service of krishna even one moment should not be wasted without krishna's service he is always planning how to serve how to serve rigorously engage himself he has no material desires so if i am having some material desires in my heart and uh, there are tears also for krishna then we have to little wait patiently so these are not spiritual symptoms usually although sometimes krishna may give some glimpse here and there but mostly it is not because of spiritual causes so if a person is able to experience such ecstasy emotions for krishna then a person will not have attraction for anything material in this world a person will not he can uh, not be disturbed by any of the disturbances yasmin sthitona dukhena guru napi vichalyate so people do not know what is the solution of all the problems of life like i was talking to one devotee so he was uh, expressing the difficulty that time living with the devotees and he supposed to manage them assign services take the feedback and implement reimplement things help them in the difficulty so he told so many people are coming to me with the difficulty and i have to uh, uh it's like everything is on my head i became so much disturbed i was thinking let me go to my uh, home and practice very patiently <laughs> this chanting so such thoughts may come but why such thoughts are coming prabhupad told so this point is very very important to understand there is nothing missing or lacking in this world if there is any def- deficiency it is deficiency of krishna consciousness there is nothing missing in our life or anybody's life because we think there is something missing to fulfill that thing we are putting all the endeavors in my li- in our life we think oh let me have some job let me have some uh, success let me have some fame name some marks some status and some property wealth uh, automobile animals and so many other things but still that emptiness always remains in life so this emptiness is there because of absence of krishna consciousness this is the thing which is missing in our life so simply if we are able to increase krishna consciousness in our life then a person will not feel the lack of anything in his life he will be completely full and what is this krishna consciousness krishna consciousness means ekala ishvara krishna arasavabhritya that krishna is the only master and everyone else is supposed to be engaged in the service of krishna even other expansions of krishna also krishna expands himself even in the form of lord balram lord vishnu all the other tatvas they are completely engaged in the service of krishna lord balram 
he expands himself as Lord Sankarshan and he expands himself as the footwears of Krishna, as the umbrella of Krishna and as the bedstead of Krishna. In this way, he is engaged in Krishna's service. So in this way, not just Jeev Tattvas like us, even other expansions which are coming out of Krishna's body, Ekla Ishwar Krishna, Arasabhritya, everyone else is uh, engaged in service of Krishna and Krishna is the master. Jeeva Krishna Das, Ei Vishwas, Karle Tuar Dukhonai. If simply we are able to understand, so Bhagavad Gita, that is why it mentions this very important principle, Purush and Prakriti. So we, by constitution, are Prakriti and God, Krishna, is Purush. What is the meaning? Purush means predominator, Prakriti means predominated. So both will have enjoyment, but one has to follow and one will dictate the terms just like why are we so eager to do a job and we tell please give me a service doing service is not a very um, pleasant thing isn't it? you don't want to be servant but then you are glad to serve somebody to follow somebody dictates we put applications we work very hard 10 25 years so that i can become servant of somebody i will follow your commands whatever task you do whichever project you do you give one i will do two projects I'll work overtime. So why we are willing to follow somebody's commands? This is called Prakriti. That is our nature. We have to follow somebody's commands. We cannot be independent. So in this manner, when we serve somebody, serve our proprietor, our boss or whatever, so there is enjoyment for him or her and there is enjoyment for us also. So predominator in a relationship means Purush and predominated means Prakriti. So although we can have some other forms, whatever these bodies we are, we are having, but actually all the living entities are but Prakritis. And this we don't understand. We all want to become predominator here. I want to predominate over other living entities, over the resources of material nature. I want to seek enjoyment. So in this way, never we'll be able to enjoy in life. So this is called the science of Bhakti Yoga. We understand the science, the constitutional position that how this energy has to act. So the Prakriti, this energy which we are, it has to act. So we should leave, we should forget that how I should be happy, how I should be happy, how I should be happy. I should plan how to make Krishna happy, how to make Krishna happy, and then automatically we are satisfied. The example is given just like Yatha Taror Mool uh, you put water to the root and all the parts of the trees are nourished. Prano The fingers are there. Finger cannot enjoy directly. If the fingers start thinking, let me enjoy the food stuff directly and get nourishment. It is not possible. Uh, yes, some network issues are there. Unfortunately, in our wing, uh, in the apartment, uh, the signal is down and they are telling it is locked down so we cannot even correct immediately some engineer also came you could not connect so i'm using my phone signal now so please bear with me some difficulties will be there so what can be done hopefully by the next session they will try to fix or we'll try to find it's locked down very difficult to now you know change uh, much so please try to bear with us so i was explaining if the fingers think that yeah so please try to hear don't try to I have reduced the HD transmission also, which was usually there. So please try to hear. So if the fingers try to think that let me enjoy the food stuff, fingers will but meet frustration. So this is what is happening with us. I am planning only for my enjoyment. 
So now we have to plan that how should I please Krishna in my life? So there is food stuff. So which food stuff should I cook so that Krishna can be pleased? I have to wear some dresses. So which dress can I wear so that Krishna can be pleased? Not which will give me pleasure or will give some other living entity pleasure. What will give Krishna pleasure? Which kind of job can I do so that Krishna can be pleased? Which kind of person, if I want to marry, should I marry that Krishna will be pleased? Which kind of children should I be producing that Krishna should be pleased? What kind of education should I be giving to my children so that Krishna should be pleased? Everywhere, if I'm visiting some place, which place should I be visiting so that Krishna can be pleased? In this way, when I'm planning, if the fingers are always planning how to satisfy the stomach, how to satisfy, then fingers will automatically get nourishment. And this is practical also. All the devotees in the Krishna consciousness movement, especially the serious devotees, they never plan anything for their life. Prabhupada told, never have planning for yourself. You are living in temple, you raise millions in the morning and spend millions by the evening. Next day, do not keep anything. Yes, this is our policy. Even the organization as big as Akshay Patra, in which we have to feed 18 lakh children every day, can we imagine? But there is no corpus for it. We always have money for next 15, 20 or 25 days like that. And all our temples run on this project only. We get money and then we spend immediately. We don't keep anything. So don't plan anything. Simply depend on Krishna, plan his satisfaction. And then you see automatically there is satisfaction in your life. So this science is not known to people. So we are requesting people, please try to implement slowly these principles, plan little satisfaction of Krishna. Then you will experience the reciprocation, increase it more. And then one day will come when you will just be planning satisfaction of Krishna and our life would be full of bliss and enjoyment. However, it is not easy to come to this platform, this understanding. That is why Bhakti Yoga is not something very superficial or sentimental. Bhakti Yoga is a very, very scientific process and we have to follow scientific procedures. So ultimately solution of the problems of life cannot be done on this platform. Whatever you do, some people, uh, one devotee messaged me, they are preserving their bodies. In America, there is a startup and this startup, what they are doing is preserving the bodies or the severed heads. They think everything is there in the head <laughs> and uh, they, we are something in the head. And if we preserve our head, then we can install this head in a robot. They have some mysterious understanding. Some people are preserving entire bodies, frozen state. And it started back in... 1960s i think since then people have been preserving and around 1500 or 2000 people they have ordered pre-ordered that please keep my body preserved so they are thinking one day uh, science will come when the consciousness can be revived by fixing this body till then keep it preserved <laughs> so these people do not know consciousness is different driver has gone from the car so how much ever you preserve the car the driver will not come back to the car he has carried on he has moved on so whatever we try, Krishna gives the solution. On this planet, there is no happiness. So the solution of all the problems of life is transferring ourselves to another planet. It is as simple as that. Why you want to live in Antarctica and make it a hot place and cozy place? Move to other places where the weather is so good. In a similar fashion, we can be satisfied. Only Krishna tells, Mal loka kamo mad anugrahat. So a person should always desire to reach Krishna's planet. That is the supreme attainment of life.
So how this planet can be attained? Krishna mentions other processes of Dhyan Yoga and like that. So it is difficult to do that. But very, very simply, it can be done by following the principles of Bhakti Yoga. So which are those practical principles? Srila Prabhupada explains in the book, Easy Journey to Other Planets. Those who have not read, please read that book. It is one of the, it is not one of the, it is the first book written by Prabhupada. And when Prabhupada was returning to India in 1967, Prabhupada uh, got third heart attack. Two, he got when he was going in the Jalduta. Then third, he got again. And then chances were there he would not survive much. So for recuperating his health, uh, Prabhupada, he came back. And when he was coming back, then disciples were very morose because hardly for a year or two, they had his association. And they told Prabhupada, you have not taught us enough. And uh, one of the disciples, because he was too naive, it was you know, just a short association with Prabhupada. So he asked Prabhupada that Prabhupada, so when, if you are not able to come back, we need some association. <clears throat> so is it uh, possible that we can take association from some of your God brothers? So then Prabhupada did not reply anything. He was silent. And there were tears in Prabhupada's eyes. So because the disciples were not understanding. It is just like uh, if a father is poor, he is not able to maintain his child well. If the child says, so father, if you are not able to maintain me well, can I go and become son of our neighbor? Or I start living with him. How will the father feel? Isn't it? He would but cry. So that is why the relationship between the disciple and the spiritual master. This is the basis of entire bhakti yoga process. In other yogas also, but more so in bhakti yoga, where entire realization depends upon personal mercy and reciprocation. So it was a very, very offensive statement. Person is telling his father, I want to change you because you will not be able to maintain me. And more so not understanding that in spiritual affairs, all these limitations of time and space does not matter. So then Prabhupada simply spoke the word, my Guru Maharaj was pure gold. So he was referring uh, uh, what should be our attitude towards our spiritual master. And then later disciples realized and they recollected this incident. But then Prabhupada told, so do not worry. Prabhupada recommended them two things. That whatever you have learned from me in Krishna consciousness, I have given you that small book, Prabhupada told. That Prabhupada had carried Bhagavatam, of course, but then one small book was there along with it, and that is Easy Journey to Other Planets. And uh, Prabhupada told that book I have given you, Easy Journey to Other Planets, simply read that book. And second thing Prabhupada told, preach whatever you have understood from me to others, help them as far as possible. And simply this endeavor will take you back to Godhead. So just see, it is so difficult to go to a planet which is close to us, but going back to Godhead, planet in the spiritual world, Krishna's abode is so easy. Yes, because if the spiritual master is followed very nicely, he makes the arrangement so that the disciple is able to attain the ultimate platform of life. So this is very, very important book.
because in this book easy journey to other planets prabhupada has given complete description very nicely what we can implement in our life it's very small book having two chapters all of you please read that i have shared in the telegram channel the link so please do visit so now we will see the practical things which are progressive items which which prabhupada has mentioned in easy journey to other planets uh, which are the practical steps for implementing bhakti yoga in our life so here you can see page number 32 the following details outline a general practice by which one can prepare himself for an easy journey to the vaikuntha anti material planets where life is free from birth old age disease and death so all the problems of life are because of this body this body is a disease actually So Prabhupada tells simply, if people take the first instruction of the Bhagavad Gita, what is the first instruction? That you are eternal. This provides volumes of information to us. If I am eternal, why have I accepted this body? And this body is causing all the troubles in my life. So is it not possible to live without this body in my original uh, state? So yes, it is possible to do that in Vaikuntha, completely spiritual planets. so if we want to transfer ourselves to a place where we are not implicated by the maladies of birth old age disease death any problems where life is vaikuntha free of all the anxieties then prabhupad mentions these are the general practices positive functions which are mentioned in the authorized scriptures like bhakti rasamrita sindhu and prabhupad has mentioned some of them here in summary so which is the first step in the practice of bhakti yoga so prabhupad mentions the serious candidate must accept a bona fide spiritual master in order to be trained scientifically because the senses are material now this is the science because the senses are material it is not at all possible to realize the transcendence by them therefore the senses have to be spiritualized by the prescribed method under the direction of the spiritual master so how we are so much conditioned by our senses actually we should not become very disturbed if we do not get what we desire in life because this is not my desire we are following the dictates now we are acting as servant of our senses instead of serving krishna when the child is small then the child's body desires to have balloon or mud or chocolate or uh, you know xyz such some toy and he thinks if i get this i am blissful my life is success child has no knowledge that he is supposed to go to school and study he has no knowledge no sense which is very important activity so that is called ignorance of life in a similar fashion now what we have built up shri prabhupada explains is but a childish society we could have collected many degrees we could have memorized all the words of the dictionary we could be very expert in writing computer codes but ultimately we have lost our wisdom in this education so just like a child desires something out of his foolishness that this is going to satisfy me let me play all the day there is no need of undergoing education similarly we are playing like a child we are working very hard simply to satisfy the senses child senses are satisfied by gaining by gaining a toy car or eating mud cerelac chocolate or balloon playing with balloon whatever and uh, going in merry go round 
and our senses are satisfied by doing some other things uh, jumping from the mountain paragliding or uh, uh, sexual enjoyment or some other name fame or some child wants a toy car i want a big car ultimately that is desire of my mind and body it is childish civilization and just like a child cannot appreciate the importance of material education we don't appreciate the importance of spiritual education so this is a society without any future just like a foolish child ignorant so why it happens because the child's body is not designed to appreciate all these things he cannot understand what is bureaucracy what is legislature what uh, how does the world function what is a governance system in a similar fashion we cannot appreciate transcendent spiritual affairs because of these material senses even when we are sick one devotee was telling that prabhu one day i suddenly felt that there is no salt in the food and i was complaining to the cook whether you have put salt or not you have not cooked nicely and then he realized that he was actually covid positive he lost his taste so even material world we cannot perceive nicely we are put under so many conditions so how we can understand spiritual reality by these senses it is common sense why should we depend upon senses at all to understand reality arjuna is seeing entire virat rupa he is seeing all the planets all the universes in one place past present future also he is seeing in one place but we are not seeing other people could not see madhavendra puri when he was offering he was seeing how krishna is accepting all the offerings and still the food is remaining as it is but others could not see so we cannot appreciate when shishupal was killed by krishna then uh, uh, yudhishthir maharaj appreciated how the soul entered your body krishna how is it possible he was able to see the movement of the soul but others who are not spiritualized they cannot see that so that is why in order to first understand or see here and perceive spiritual subject matter we have to change the nature of the body spiritualize the senses just like when the current it passes through a coil it starts behaving like a magnet it changes its nature wire is not supposed to behave like a magnet but the same wire when current passes through it in a similar fashion when there is current of spiritual life in this body when we are completely saturated with spiritual activity every moment we are absorbed in service of krishna thinking of krishna then the body behaves although it is made up of matter but this matter behaves like spirit just like iron rod in constant touch with fire starts behaving like fire so if we are in constant touch with krishna either in watching krishna's form chanting krishna's name or carrying out krishna's order by maintaining constant touch we are spiritualized and when the body is spiritualized then it is possible to understand see behold hear perceive spiritual subject matter so this transformation can be brought about by the spiritual master proper direction of spiritual master it is not possible otherwise just like a scientist he creates dynamo out of the coils and then we have the motion of turbines fans and so many other things so similarly a spiritual scientist a spiritual master expert in the science of spirituality is required to spiritualize our body so that is why a serious candidate must accept a bona fide spiritual master in order to be trained scientifically so first step in spiritual life is purify the senses till then we will be reading bhagavad gita we will not have proper understanding we will be chanting hari krishna mantra we will not be able to actually hear the hari krishna mahamantra 
so we have to wait for the cleansing process so this is the first step accepting a bona fide spiritual master and cleansing the body second now what i am supposed to do after i have accepted and uh, the spiritual master now this is again very important when the student has chosen a bona fide spiritual master he must take the proper initiation from him this marks the beginning of spiritual training so what is initiation initiation is called diksha so there are some rules and regulations the spiritual master will tell for purification and when sufficient preparation has happened when the disciple is ready to transform to change his body that process of changing body is called initiation so all this ignorance in our life is because of past activities just like if a person drinks immediately comes in ignorance and for few hours if he is he has drunk very heavily depending how much he has got the dose of ignorance he will not be able to perceive the world rightly he takes drugs intoxication whatever so as per the activities which you have done sense enjoyment in so many lives we are bewildered now we cannot understand so unless we are completely out of the effect of past sinful activities it is not possible to understand spiritual life and engage sincerely in the service of krishna so all the past sinful activities should be removed yesham tu antagatam papam jananam punya karmanam te dvandva moha nirmukta bhajante maam dhida vrataha te dvandva moha nirmukta only such a person is free of confusions and dualities doubts of life yesham tu antagatam papam who is not acting in a sinful way in this life and and in the previous life also and it is impossible if we have committed some crime unless we take complete shelter of spiritual master pure devotee then uh, it is impossible we have to suffer from the bad reactions so this is called initiation initiation is uh, the commitment by the disciple it is a formal admission in the school of the spiritual master when we take admission in school or college any institution then we agree to abide by the rules and regulations education will start later first of all we agree to abide we fill the form we sign yes i agree to follow the rules and regulations of the college after 8 o'clock i will not be outside or after whatever this thing i'll pay fee time to time and i follow all these codes of discipline i can be removed if i and we sign i agree in the agreement papers and we submit the fee and everything and then the education begins so uh, first of all we have to hear properly prabhu patel said at least for one year and then find where you can surrender where where you find a personality you can surrender yourself completely and then that is called when a person is confident that here is a person whom i can surrender myself unto completely just like when a person is confident i can lay open i can lay there on the uh, operation uh, operation theater and i will allow him to open my heart and let him do whatever he wants i am alive or i may die it does not matter this much faith a person has on the doctor and unless this surrendrance is there then nobody can cure that patient so similarly this much surrender should be there that whatever you want to do spiritual master with my mind body i offer everything unto you so before that a person has to that is why there is a first step uh one must accept one must search one must hear one must follow the rules and regulations realize that it is working and then second step surrender a person agrees to follow all the rules and regulations of the spiritual master and spiritual master tells 
that if you follow these rules and regulations, then I will take you back to Godhead. There would be no more any birth for you. And there is a rule. If a person has accepted a disciple and as long as disciple is there after Diksha process in the material world, the spiritual master also cannot go to spiritual world. He has to remain in the material world and wait for all the disciples he has taken commitment for, for their liberation. So this is a very, very serious business. That is why spiritual master sees whether disciple has become uh, capable or not. He's showing good character or not. So this is Vedic education. This is called Upanayan Diksha Sanskar, thread giving ceremony. So uh, initiation is called second birth. And it is described in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, just like the bell metal turns into gold by the process of alchemy. Kasyam Rasavidhanata. Kasyam means bell metal. Rasavidhanata by proper chemistry, by chemical reaction, there is a process in alchemy. It can be turned into gold. In a similar fashion, Tatha Diksha Vidhanena Dvijatvam Jayate Nanam. A person changes his body into spiritual body by this process of Diksha immediately. So all the past karmas are taken away by the spiritual master. Disciple is free. And disciple gets a second birth. The body changes. Although with the mundane eyes, we cannot see how the body is changing. Body changes means the nature of the body has changed. Although it may appear like the previous body only before initiation. So this marks the beginning of spiritual training. Now that is not the end. Oh, I've got initiated. I've got a new name now. And so my life is successful. My going back to God, it is guaranteed. No, that is the beginning. That is the beginning of spiritual initiation means beginning from here. Our spiritual life actually starts when the past karmas are taken away. When a person surrenders to spiritual master, then education is given. Then spiritual instructions are imparted. So after initiation, what are we supposed to do? This is the second step. Then third step is there. So this also uh, people who have ordinary understanding of bhakti can miss out. Candidate must be prepared to satisfy the spiritual master in every way. A bona fide spiritual master who is fully cognizant of the methods of spiritual science, learned in the spiritual scriptures such as the Bhagavad Gita, Vedanta, Srimad Bhagavatam and Upanishads, and who is also a realized soul who has made tangible connection with the Supreme Lord, is the transparent medium by which the willing candidate is led to the path of the Vaikunthas. The spiritual master must be satisfied in all respects because simply by his good wishes, a candidate can make wonderful progress along the path. So this is very, very important point. It is not by the system. Sometimes we think, oh, if I chant Hare Krishna Mahamantra 16 rounds, I've explained before also. Uh, this is very important understanding. And I will again narrate this instance, very important for having clarity in our life that actually what is making our spiritual life successful. So just like the small bird was there, the small birds eggs were claimed by the ocean and the small sparrow challenged the ocean. You give back my eggs. Otherwise I will empty you. Now, why would the ocean respond? Ocean means there is a DT person who is controlling the ocean, just like there is water ministry here. So ocean did not respond. So the sparrow started taking one by one drop out of the ocean. And she was very, very determined. And this 
fame of sparrow it reached uh, to the topmost planet where lord garun dev is living who is personal carrier of lord vishnu as powerful as lord vishnu and uh, he developed sympathy for the small sparrow he became very pleased by this determination he came down any ordered ocean please return the exadvice i lend to you and of course garun dev can empty the entire universe so immediately ocean came out with the eggs so this is the process rao patels so mechanical chanting and hearing of the hari krishna maha mantra if i am doing very mindful chanting i am absorbed in the holy name hari krishna hari krishna i am hearing each and every word very nicely that will not bring us spiritual realization that will not bring us knowledge positive knowledge and love of god which is the ultimate aim of life but it will do definitely one thing and what is that one thing that is cessation of all the material miseries so if you are somehow or the other able to concentrate and mechanically we chant very nicely pronounce very clearly krishna's name and hear very nicely then all the material miseries will be finished by this process this is very powerful but positive realization it is not the result of any mechanical thing because this realization is of a person krishna a person will not reveal himself just like can we meet a superstar or celebrity here and understand about himself unless we have got some close connection unless we please him or her it is not possible so atah shri krishna namavadi na bhavet grahyam indriyaye so krishna cannot be understood by these senses unless he is very very pleased with somebody he reveals himself and he gives the understanding so when the spiritual master krishna they are pleased by our endeavor by our efforts then because of chanting because spiritual master has told that is why people ask why do we chant 16 rounds because all the acharyas in our sampradaya they have told chant 16 rounds and our spiritual master also has told chant 16 krishna does chant always so if you have to please krishna directly you have to chant always the way krishna wants in complete love and absorption that is not possible that to 24 hours so spiritual masters being merciful they have told chant 16 rounds and i will take you back to godhead so when the disciple with determination tries to do this and understanding trying to please the spiritual master then spiritual master he reveals the knowledge seeing the sincere endeavor of the disciple so it is simply by his good wishes a candidate can make wonderful progress along the path so entire process in the bhakti yoga it depends upon the mercy mercy of the devotee spiritual master and krishna just like by mercy you sometimes you go to temple so many beggars are sitting a rich man comes he can give uh, so much of wealth that a person cannot spend in his entire life a poor beggar a rich man can do that that is called mercy if the beggar has to earn that much money he has to put lot of labor but by mercy charity it is immediately possible to make a person very rich so this is the process of bhakti yoga simply begging the mercy of krishna simply begging the mercy of the spiritual master so that is why this third step is very important after initiation that is why even the rich people krishna also although he was uh, the son of a king when he went to gurukul he lived like an ordinary person he was collecting woods from the jungle and then sudama got trapped in the jungle just imagine the son of a king is collecting woods he's cleaning the ashram and doing all these things like a menial servant so the purpose is gurukule vasandanto gurorhitam that first training is given how to satisfy the spiritual master we are all trained how to satisfy yourself 
you study this thing then we will give you one bicycle you study more we will give you video game computer game you study more we will give you smartphone you study more we will give you xyz we will take you to uh, singapore for a trip in this way child is promised enjoyment his personal enjoyment but actual education child for child should be not your enjoyment learn to satisfy your spiritual master so that is why one very important principle prabhupad mentions is in gurukul unless the spiritual master calls please come and eat the disciple is not supposed to go and he will starve that day spiritual master forgets to call the disciple with this determination dedication the disciple learns this habit of being predominated he learns this he cultivates the attitude through spiritual master the disciple is trained how to satisfy krishna so candidate must be prepared to satisfy the spiritual master in every way so prabhupad told this was my qualification actually i was initiated 10 years later prabhupad met his spiritual master in 1922 and then practically uh, it was a very long time in 33 got initiated but real initiation happened immediately because prabhupad told after i met bhakti siddhant maharaj i was always thinking of him so when the disciple is always thinking of the spiritual master his goals that is called initiation otherwise even formality after formality same tendency continues then the process will not work initiation is a spiritual process we cannot cheat the spiritual master that just sit in front and tell that i will follow the instructions no this will not happen so when the disciple is actually initiated he but cannot do anything but always think of the spiritual master and think how he can serve so prabhupad was always thinking in his heart how can i serve my spiritual master i met very nice person he was always thinking for all these years so in that way prabhupad was immediately initiated so this is the uh, very important thing which krishna also mentions in fourth chapter how to understand this knowledge of bhagavad gita pranipatena pariprashnena sevaya first of all surrender pranipat agree to abide whatever spiritual master tells now there is no debate earlier arjuna was debating with krishna but when he told shishyasteham i am your disciple then he did not debate then he was simply asking krishna how to understand and please explain if i am if it is possible for me to understand so then uh, when in this mood spiritual master is approached that is called pranipatena humility or surrender and after that service is required sevaya always disciple should think how to please how to please he should do everything to please understand the desires of spiritual master and try to fulfill that desire this is the third step so first accept a bona fide spiritual master when we are sufficiently ready purified there is second step of taking diksha initiation formal beginning of spiritual life and uh, spiritual education begins from that point past karmas are finished after that if we don't commit any sinful activities we are liberated and third is then to receive spiritual instructions spiritual instruction will come only by the pleasure of the spiritual master otherwise we read we hear we do anything we'll think oh same instructions are coming and realization will not come of those instructions always confusion and doubts will remain in the heart so one should be ready to satisfy the spiritual master in every way then fourth what is left after this it is also very important the intelligent candidate places intelligent questions to the spiritual master in order to clear his path of all uncertainties the spiritual master shows the way not whimsically 
but in accordance with the principles of the authorities who have actually traversed the path. The names of these authorities are disclosed in the scriptures and one has simply to follow them under the direction of the spiritual master. The spiritual master never deviates from the path of authorities. So uh, Prabhupada is mentioning, yes, you have uh, surrendered. You are very humble, willing to accept whatever spiritual master tells. And then you are doing very nice seva, trying to please spiritual master. But then you should place intelligent questions also. So spiritual life is not a life where you want to show magic. One day I will see Krishna's deity coming out and dancing in the temple. And one day I will see that how, you know, so many things people expect will happen in their life. Spiritual life is very, very simple. Tatva Jigyasa, understanding about truth. And because truth is spirit, this journey is called spirituality. So spiritual life is nothing but the discovery of truth. When we understand what is truth and follow those principles, we are happy. So then uh, you have taken admission into school. You are following teacher, pleasing the teacher. What for? So that you can understand the subject from teacher. Otherwise, Prabhupada's dog is also very humble, very submissive. Dog is also always pleasing. He is licking the toe of the master and uh, wagging his tail. And you tell Tommy, handshake, it will lift his hand. But dog will never have spiritual realization. Although he is very faithful, he is very humble, having all the qualities which are required for the disciple here. Any person he comes to the house, he starts barking just to please the master. This is the mentality of dog. But dog will not have spiritual realization because there is no inquiry. So therefore, Prabhupada mentions, animal is also very humble. Dog is also very humble. Humility is not sufficient. Humility is prerequisite. After humility, seva is there. After seva, intelligent queries. So that I can understand the subject matter of absolute truth, Krishna. And how inquiries can be put? Spiritual master is physically not present or geographically not present does not matter. Just like Prabhupada, when he was coming to India, there were chances he may leave his body. Prabhupada did not tell you go to another person. Rather, that was a matter of dissatisfaction. You are telling you want to change your spiritual master. That is big offense. Spiritual master is not the body. Prabhupada mentioned spiritual master is principle. Just like by the principle of this is a quote, relay monitoring. A person can view in television simultaneously one event which is happening in some place. Similarly, by the principle, spiritual master or spiritualized spiritual master can be present wherever the disciple wants him. Spiritual master is not limited by the body. So spiritual master is present in his instructions. Spiritual master, as long as the disciple is very sincerely following the instructions, he will get all the personal guidance, not impersonal. So spiritual master very consciously is watching the surrender, the submissiveness, sincerity of the disciple. And personally, he is revealing the instructions. He is present in physical body or not. Prabhupada told whether present in physical body or not. I shall always remain your personal guide, just like my spiritual master is guiding me. So spiritual personalities, they never leave. They come here and stay, stay forever. So this is called spiritual life. Otherwise, if they are also limited by the body, birth, death, space, time, geography, then they are also conditioned souls. So that is not fact. So inquiry need not be there uh, that I have to personally be there and ask spiritual master a question. Spiritual master has given the books. So Prabhupada told this very nicely that actually I never asked my spiritual master one question in my life. 
generally people are very eager where can i how can i have answers for my questions i'm having so many doubts Prabhupada never asked any doubt Prabhupada told but one and what is that he only asked one question he wrote in a letter 15 days before Bhaktisdhan Maharaj, he was about to leave the planet. And that letter Prabhupada asked that your disciples are the disciples who are Brahmachari Sannyasis. They are serving you so nicely. But I am a householder. What can I do? How can I serve you? So Prabhupada was feeling very bad. I am a householder. Had I been full-time devotee, I would have served so nicely. So Prabhupada uh, got the instruction from Bhaktisdhan Maharaj that you try to preach in the English language. Uh, whatever instructions you have learned from me and whenever you get money try to publish books so this will do good to you and to all of them others who are helping you in this activity so just see Prabhupada the most powerful Acharya who has given us so many literatures and Prabhupada also mentions I am very, very cautious to give you only those things which I have heard from my spiritual master. So how to understand this? Prabhupada never asked any questions from spiritual master. And then Prabhupada is telling, I am very, very cautious to give you only those things which I have heard from my spiritual master. It means that dialogue, this questions and answers is not limited to physical space-time proximity. Spiritual master could have carried on in time, space or whatever, but he's always spiritually present wherever disciple wants him. So that is why in other places Prabhupada explains how this inquiry intelligent questions are placed. They are placed by reading the books of the spiritual master. If we are doing seva very nicely and we are reading the books. So how do we ask? We go and sit in front of spiritual master and then he will give instructions. Same thing is repeated in the books. And uh, the spiritual master will send the right instructions, right revelation will happen from the books. And if a person is very, very sincerely following the rules and regulations, then even without reading the books, the knowledge will be revealed from the heart of these books by engaging in the seva. But that is not recommended. Books are required to be read because that kind of devotional service we cannot perform. But it is important to know only by devotional service such seva, the books reveal the knowledge. So Prabhupada told the disciples, so it is not that by reading these books, you are getting all these realization. You are reading and because entire day you are engaged in seva, so these books are revealing knowledge to you. So intelligent questions means reading every day the books of the spiritual master and hearing the lectures, the vani of the spiritual master every day. This is called placing intelligent questions and asking the representatives, the disciples, other senior God brothers. In this way, queries can be placed to the spiritual master. But this is very important to place queries, to understand Krishna very nicely. This life is nothing but Tattva Jigyasa, to understand truth, supreme absolute truth, and he is Krishna. So this is the fourth step. First is accepting bona fide spiritual master. Second is accepting initiation. Third is trying to please spiritual master in every way possible. And the fourth is placing intelligent questions, means being very regular in reading and hearing with the mood of understanding, studying subject matter, just like we very eagerly hear our teachers. Oh, I have to write in the exam. I have to hear carefully. So with the intention of applying, I have to read, not as a matter of just duty. I've been told. So let me put on and let me try to hear. No, 
so with the eagerness that today i will learn something new the time is almost over so one more point we will see the candidate should always try to follow in the footsteps of the great sages who have practiced the method and obtained success this should be taken as a motto in life one should not superficially imitate them but should follow them sincerely in terms of the particular time and circumstances so this is also very important this called satovratte so following in the footsteps of great sages who have practiced the method and obtained success just like how do we do now you know and there are various platforms where people who are successful i cracked upsc examination i topped many people will watch, will watch the interview oh what you were doing what time you were sleeping what time you were getting up what you were eating which coaching coaching did you join which study material you followed and they want to follow the footsteps of those great personalities in a similar fashion spiritual life is a science so some people have attained the success in the past life so one should strictly follow their footsteps that is why when there is any confusion prabhu this person is teaching this method that method please analyze has any person in the history attained success by that process as per the vedas so we see yes om namo bhagavate vasudevaya was chanted by dhruva maharaj and he got success and uh, prahlad maharaj did the same thing and uh, manmana bhavamat bhakto madhyajis and same thing was done by valmiki he also got success same thing was uh, bhishma same thing was done by parishit maharaj shukdev goswami four kumaras maitreya prachetas and so many other devotees so so many sages have become successful simply by following this method chanting the holy names of god and that is what we are practicing so we should simply follow the footsteps because obviously it is common sense if by joining one coaching by reading some study material a person has not got success why should i follow that of course new coaching institute will tell we are best this but who has become successful by following you so that is why this fifth step is very important one should always try to follow in the footsteps of great sages who have practiced the method that is why in the fourth point previous point prabhupad mentions spiritual master will not tell something whimsically now they tell something whimsically follow this process i have no guru i am self realized oh in the history has any self realized personality told like that i don't have any guru even krishna accepted guru sandipni muni lord ramchandra accepted guru chaitanya mahaprabhu accepted guru and uh, every incarnation when he has come he has accepted guru but then this guru is telling i do not have any guru this is not following the path of previous authorities krishna dwells in bhagavad gita tad vidhi pranipate in parip sa guru me abhigachet the scriptures are mentioning you must go to a guru abhigachet krishna presents by his example when he comes here so this is very important please do not get cheated follow the footsteps of previous great sages simply so many more important points to discuss so i think we have to continue in the next class next class we'll try to finish uh, so please uh, meanwhile revise these points meditate upon these points and now we will uh, practice the chanting of hari krishna mahamantra and with the understanding that prabhupad will be pleased if i chant in here very very sincerely and thus the spiritual knowledge will be revealed to us and krishna would be pleased when i chant his name krishna is present in the holy name 
so not that oh my mind will be peaceful and i will get more concentration and no not my pleasure now i understand i am prakriti by chanting i am willing to give krishna pleasure spiritual master pleasure by following his instructions sincerely in this mood let us try to hear each and every word which is entering our ears very very attentively so please take this chanting process very sincerely all the devotees who have made tremendous progress in spiritual life or any progress they have done chanting very sincerely and if chanting is not there somebody is very enthusiastic prabhu i will do lot of seva i'll do xyz but much advancement does not happen so now let us chant with shri prabhu pa's voice very very sincerely and pose that we will take up some questions if anybody has <laughs> 